morning, bitches and dolls. Well, it's actually afternoon. If no one told you they love you today, then I love you because you're you. And today's a sad day for me because on Saturday, as I was thumbing through Facebook, I saw an article that said Matthew Perry had died. Of course, I didn't believe it. You know, a lot of times on Facebook, you see things, you don't believe them, but it turned out to be true. And being a sober person of almost 38 years of sobriety, don't ask me how I've done it because I've stayed sober. I've just done the things that I was told to do by the people who came before me, and I was willing. Willingness was the answer for me. And it also said that he was worth $120 million. So see, money isn't the answer to anything like that, sobriety. But I'll read this beautiful article that Mary McNamara wrote in the Los Angeles Times. Matthew Perry's peerless blend of resilience and vulnerability made him a star we could all root for. If only Matthew Perry were here to help us cope with his own death, he would no doubt do it with a joke. You could almost hear the deadpan cadence, see the comically dubious side eye. I love that side eye. My cats, Petey and Lulabelle, they're always giving me a side eye. A 54-year-old celebrity is found dead at his Los Angeles home in a hot tub. I never liked hot tubs. They're always too hot for me. I can't stand a hot bath and I can't stand hot food. I'm a lukewarm kind of girl. Reportedly a few hours after playing pickleball. What the fuck is pickleball? It's a ball and a pickle. I don't know what it is. It's everybody's latest thing. Except for TikTok, puppy. It ain't my thing. A year after writing a brutally honest memoir of addiction that opens with, Hi, my name is Matthew. Although you may know me by another name, my friends call me Maddie and I should be dead. Well, anybody in sobriety knows that we all should be dead. How we're still standing here, those of us who have stayed sober, I don't have any idea. Okay? Only one person could process that kind of ironic tragedy in real time. Only one person could capture the pain and absurdity of it all in a perfectly delivered line or two of canny wit. And now he's gone. Comedy may well be tragedy plus time, but Matthew Perry, who died Saturday, was that rare performer who could dispense with the time and convey both simultaneously, which is why he was so easy to love, and he was. He became an entertainment icon for his portrayal of Chandler Bing on NBC's Monster Hit Friends. By the way, it's your TikTok Bubby's favorite series still. Now, The Big Bang Theory came after that, but Friends was my first. Who, with his perfectly timed peanut gallery commentary... Let's see where this is. I'm turning the page. Did my husband take the page out? Oh, my God. Ah, All right. Here. I found it. Could this be any more awkward? Directly caught in the audience by being both participant 
and truth teller. In an endless series of comedic and at times emotionally wrenching situations, all the friends work through their wacky young adult growing pains. But Perry's performance included an extra level of difficulty. It was the deadpan Chandler who regularly acknowledged with vocal subtext the ridiculousness of any given event, his friends' foibles and his own shortcomings. Until I was 25, I thought the only response to I love you was, oh, crap, Chandler says at one point. I'm not great at advice. Either is your TikTok, Bobby. Would you be interested in a sarcastic comment, he says at another? No matter how well it is written, sarcasm is one of the most perilous blades in a performer's toolbox. Without the right level of humanity, it becomes simply ruthless. Without a certain level of ruthlessness, it has no meaning. Perry was the sarcasm ninja, honoring both the barb and the inevitable insecurity that launched it. Few performers can convincingly convincingly portray both the arrogance and self-doubt, the resilience and vulnerability that fuels so much of human nature as well as he did. When I first learned of Perry's death, I thought first, no, not of the Friends, but of the short-lived series Go On. And in 2012, NBC sitcom Perry played Brian King. I did love that show. A radio sports commentator and recent widower forced by his boss into joining a support group. There goes the siren in the background. Another fire in La La Land because of the Santorana winds, oy vey. Boy, okay, King uses humor not as as a shield, but as a grappling hook, planting it and replanting it firmly and unintentionally in denial, lest he fall into the chasm of loss yawning beyond beneath his dangling feet. As he did in Friends, Perry managed to build a convincing character out of his opposing forces. His King is quite aware that deflecting pain is not a long-term solution, but it's pain. What thinking person wouldn't want to deflect it? No matter how snarky or self-pitying Perry's character became, it was impossible not to root for them. Perhaps because subconsciously it was Perry we were rooting for. The actor had his own excruciatingly personal relationship with pain and deflection. In the 2022 memoir, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, he wrote unsparingly about his struggles with addiction to alcohol and drug, as well as his need for affirmation and fame. When Friends was at its height, when he was one of the most famous people in the world, earning million do- $1 million an episode, he was either taking huge quantity of op- opioids or drinking his way through his day, or he was in rehab. For years, any quest of relief inevitably resulted in more pain, physical and emotional. His drug and alcohol abuse led to, among other things, pancreatitis, pneumonia, an exploded colon, and more than a dozen stomach surgeries. While the book came out, he had been clean and sober for more than a year and had written it in the hopes of helping others who, while seeking external solutions, for internal problems became trapped in cycles of temporary recovery and long-term addiction. In 2021, Perry 
what made what would be his final television appearance in the much-anticipated Friends, The Reunion. <clears throat> While all of the cast members were obviously older, Perry seats subdued and somehow fragile. The big TV star was barely there, while every star of Friends had been battered to some extent by demands of fame. Perry had barely survived it. In the course of conversation at the reunion, he admitted to the constant anxiety he felt while performing on the show, the obsessive need for every joke he told to land, self-loathing and fear he felt when no one did not. His former castmates, who by all accounts were, were remarkably supportive and tight-lipped during the years when his addictions became obvious, seemed taken aback. Just as they were noticeably moved when he described how in subsequent years, whenever they would meet each other by chance at a gathering, some time would stop as they sat together to catch up. Clips of these moments began circulating on social media after the news of Perry's death broke, and it's impossible not to see how Perry is once again, both a participant in the nostalgic joy of the event and its natural truth teller. Greatest time of my life, a shame it almost killed me. This time, his sarcasm was all but gone, leaving only the humanity, which was precisely why it was so easy to root for Matthew Perry. He was very talented, deeply funny performer. But more important, he was obviously an, an unapologetically human. Here are the facts. Okay, written by Richard Winton. Authorities are now at work trying to determine the cause of death for Friends star Matthew Perry, who was found dead Saturday at his Pacific Palisades home. He was only 54. Here is what they know about his death. What to know? Officials received a medical call from Perry's home overlooking the Pacific Ocean around 4 p.m. Saturday reporting that the actor was not breathing. The identity of the caller has not been revealed. Hmm. When paramedics arrived, they found Perry unresponsive in a hot tub. According to enforcement sources, he was pronounced dead at the scene. Do officials have a sense of what happened? No cause of death has been determined. The L.A. County Coroner's Office has launched an investigation, which will probably take months and include toxicology tests. The law enforcement sources said, no illicit drugs were found at the home. Well, now they're saying that they found pres prescription drugs at the home. Los Angeles Police Captain Scott Williams, who leads the robbery homicide division that is investigating Perry's death, said Sunday that the cause of death may not be known for some time. But at this point, foul play is not suspected. One law enforcement source who spoke on condition of anonymity because the investigation was ongoing said, here it is, prescription drugs recovered at the home will be part of the review, which is common practice. So good night, sweet prince. Matthew Perry, you are a human being. You were a love. You were sweet. You were kind. You were funny. But this disease of alcoholism is a killer. And as I come upon my 38th year of sobriety on November 12th, I'm grateful. But it's not November 12th yet. So 
I can't say I'm sober 38 years, but I got sober at 38 years old. Imagine that in 1985, I was 38 years old and about to begin the most incredible journey of my life. From having a baby at 36, getting divorced, father dying, grandma dying, mother dying, brother dying, bankruptcies, all sorts of things, success, not success, failures, not failures, getting married again, married for 20 years. My life has changed immensely, and I am so grateful that I have a life today like this. I'm 76 fucking years old, baby. That's right. That's my age. And I believe in life and love, and I believe in sobriety. So if you're struggling to stay sober or to get sober, I hope you'll listen to this. Because the only thing I know is life is one day at a time. doesn't matter how much money you have. If you're lonely, not lonely, Alcoholics Anonymous for me has been the only way that I have lived and survived for almost 38 years. And it's given me a life, they used to say, beyond your wildest dreams. And that's the truth. It's been beyond my wildest dreams. And if nobody told you they love you today... Your TikTok Bubby loves you because you're you. And I pray you'll love yourself. And I pray for all of you. <laughs>